Hello, and welcome to Just Create, Damn It, a podcast for artists, creatives, and humans that want to get out of their own way and just do the damn thing. I'm Jenny McKay, an artist and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you how to create a life you love and the art you love with curiosity, freedom, and ease. Stick around and let's see what we are capable of together. What does it mean to lead and be a leader in the arts? Is leading inherent to being an artist? How can I become a leader in the arts? And how can I feel like I'm leading my career and not following? These are all questions I want to answer with this podcast. And not necessarily just in this podcast episode. Um, I'm going to start having on various artists across various industries to talk about their answers to these questions. But for today, I want to dive deep into what it means to be a leader and an artist and perhaps they're synonymous. <laughs> um, I couldn't I couldn't do this without like looking up the definition of what it means to lead in the dictionary. I didn't look up an actual dictionary, but I did use Google. And Google told me that some of the definitions of to lead means to cause a person or animal to go with one by holding them by the hand while moving forward. They also said it meant to be a route or means of access to a particular place or in a particular direction. I'm going to be referring back to this definition throughout the podcast because I think these definitions are just so enlightening because it's exactly what artists do. We hold our patrons, we hold the participants in the arts by the hand and move them forward. Um, Artists have historically been sort of like the canary in the in the coal mine. Um, We are also a means of access to internal places, um, to new directions, inspiration, and ideas. Um, So I think leading is exactly what artists do. Um, Carl Polnack gave a welcome address to to freshman parents at Boston Conservatory years and years ago, and he explained this concept really beautifully. He talked about how the ancient Greeks were one of the first cultures to articulate how music really works. They said that music and astronomy were two sides of the same coin. Astronomy was seen as the study of relationships between observable, permanent, and external objects, and music was seen as the study of relationships between invisible, internal, and hidden objects. Um, And he goes on to explain that music has a way of finding the big, invisible, moving pieces inside our, our hearts and souls, and it helps us figure out the position of things inside us. Um... Now, I could list off hundreds of of examples of this, but I just want to think, I want you to think of the moments you have experienced that, that sort of moving of internal invisible objects. When you've, when have you experienced that with music or art? Where have you felt those invisible and internal and hidden objects shifting and moving to help you figure out the things you can't see? Now, Carl refers just to music, but I would like to extend this definition to all the arts. So as artists, we help others by holding them by the hand while moving forward and act as a means of access to the internal things we can't always see. We help others find direction, inspiration, healing, friends, family. Artists are leaders, period. They just are. Just by being an artist, you are a leader. And in order to be an effective artist and therefore an effective leader, we have to be willing to be seen. 
lots of the obstacles that show up in our art is because of our unwillingness to be truly seen. Sometimes I look at quote unquote leaders in the arts and wish we had different ones, like the people that are in charge of making all the big decisions that own the big corporations. Um, I wish the people with the largest megaphones would hand it down to artists who wouldn't abuse their power, who, who wouldn't take other artists for granted. But in order for that kind of change to happen, we have to first be willing to be seen and willing to take the megaphone. Whoever is in charge is there because they were first willing to be seen and willing to take the megaphone. Now, the artists you admire online who quit their jobs to create full-time work or have a healthy balance between their muggle job and their art artist job or create whatever you want to be creating, they're doing so because they were first willing to be seen and therefore willing to lead. And that's why I do what I do because I want artists to show up because when they show up for themselves and they start truly letting themselves be seen, then we have more artists leading leading their communities, leading their families, leading the world. That sounds big, but I really believe it. Um, Selfishly, I want you to create and show up for your art because we need more leaders like you. We need more people who are good and messy to be leading our society. Um, We need more people that are willing to take others by the hand and move forward, become a means of access We need you to be there and become a means of access for other people to figure out their internal shit. Um, We need you. And in these these podcast interviews that are coming up, um, I'll interview a variety of artists. I'll interview performers, directors, uh, authors, editors, teachers, photographers, you name it. People who have allowed themselves to be seen and as a result, give others the same permission. I will interview people who lead in a loud and talkative sort of way and others who are more quiet about their leadership. Being an artist and being willing to be seen doesn't mean you have to have a large following on social media. It doesn't mean that there is one way to be seen. I want to make that clear. Because I know not everyone wants to have a large following on social media or that isn't something that they truly want to do. But you do still have to be willing to be seen. Now, as we do, as I have these discussions with various artists about their personal artistic journeys, about the leaders who have influenced them and what it means to them to lead in the arts and what they've learned from their artistic journeys, you can join me in my podcast Facebook group. After every episode, I will have follow-up questions to help you think and apply these ideas and concepts we discuss in the episode, because it's not enough to just think and talk about it. It's we need to take action. I just saw a quote from one of my favorite online people, Alison Faulkner. She says, inspiration is cute, but action is drop dead gorgeous or something like that. And it's true. Taking action is really hot. And so with these interviews, we're not just going to have intellectual conversations, but we're also going to take some action and apply things personally.
And I hope, I hope you'll join me in that Facebook group so we can do this work to have more leaders like you out there. I mean, artists, but really it's synonymous. If you want to better apply and further the discussion of what we talked about on the podcast today, make sure to join my podcast Facebook group in the show notes. I will post journaling questions, worksheets, and other fun things in there to make sure we aren't just listening, we are acting on the inspiration we receive. Also, if you are wanting to work with me one-on-one, I offer 45-minute possibility sessions where we laser in on what you want to create most in the next six months. Then I lead you through my six-question possibility practice, which expands your vision, gets you unstuck, and moving toward what you really want. I'll see you there.